Hi, everyone, and welcome to On the DL with DNL. Yeah. Daily living, that is. We're going to talk, talk it up, everything regarding daily living. This is part talk three, Dave. Part three. Part three. So um, for those of you that have been watching and, and um, staying up with all the episodes, we are talking about biological parents and spiritual parents. Yeah. So godparents, a.k.a. 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 Anyways, so let's just dive right in. And um, well, first things first, we got to pray. Yes. 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 So Lord Jesus, we just thank you. We adore you. We thank you for this time. And um, we just want to praise you, exalt you and magnify your name in all things, Lord. Everything that we go through and how we um, share what we've been through with one another, Lord. Uh, Let us always have listening ears, hearing completely um, with our physical ears, but also with our spiritual ears. Lord, Father God, I thank you for that. I thank you that you give us sight to see what's really going on, Lord, and not out of condemnation, Lord, but to encourage conversation, Lord. I just thank you for all that you do, and your timing is always perfect. And uh, we just uh, want to say thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. In Hi. Jesus' name. Hi. Hi. Hello. So, where do you want to start? So, where did we leave off? Okay, so we talked about parents, godparents, and then we talked about. Um, a specific, more detailed analysis of, you know, temperament and, and anger and generational curse and, and, you know, ancient spirits that carry over if you don't address it. Yeah. And so now we're at, um, I think there's something to be said, too, about, you know, secrets, family secrets. Mm. Um, Come on. Yes. You know, and there's such a dynamic with that, and there's so many aspects to that because... Yeah. I know that, and I have heard wow. personally, and I think you have too, heard where somebody might say, well, you know, maybe you don't want to share that to, to protect their um, their feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny how we, as a society, right. have gotten into the habit of, of thinking for others. Yeah, I think I think that's true. My thoughts or my thoughts, that's how true. I am going to respond and or react is up to me, and I pray about it daily. So allow me to right. respond or react appropriately. Right. Give me that opportunity. Don't take that. Don't steal my mm. response. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Allow me to understand. Allow me the opportunity to use my mind to have. Mm-hmm conscious, critical thinking, and to be able to communicate at the highest level (laughs) through English or any other language that you speak, that we can actually speak at the highest level that God gave us to speak, language. Right, right, right. Right? So power of the word. Yeah, yeah. power of the word. The tongue, Um, yeah, Jesus. So that brings me to a point of uh, discovery. Yeah. uh, Of the whole not, not knowing about... Mm. A grand, a grandparent, you know right. that whole He's, thing, right, you know, family, right. family, family secrets, right? Um, and it seems like the intention was, well, I don't want to hurt my son. I don't want him to have a bad, negative mm-hmm. outlook on you know his grandfather. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking is what came from my mom because. Mm-hmm. Not finding out that I had a grandfather. Right. 
Right. That was real blood. Right. You know, and then yeah, that was on that side of the family. But, and, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, had you been 18 and she came to you and said, okay, this is the reason why I kept it from you. Right. And I thought I was doing right. But now that you're 18, you're technically an adult and you were never for a good portion of your teen years. You know, basically, you stopped living with your mom at an early age of 10. So really, she could have told you earlier, but at least wait until you're 18. I get it. Wait until you're at least an adult, have grown a little bit, you know, can have more of an understanding of things. But just say, hey, here you go. Here's the information. Your grandfather is living. Just a little bits of information and then leave it in your hands. Yes. Not pushing you one way or the other, but just going, here you go. But this is why. So I hope you're protected. I hope you're, you know what I mean? Like pray Uh for you. Things like that. I think would that have helped That would definitely help to be able to make a conscious decision in a more mature line of thinking at that point, I I think would have been a good idea. Right. Um, But to find out way later in Mm -hmm. life, you know. Um, that was, that was difficult. And, and I know it was, it was supposedly a protective thing, Mm -hmm. but again, that comes down to, you know, allow me to process the information Mm -hmm. and make an educated, informed, spiritually prayed over response. Right. Cause then if you either one reached out to him at that young, you know, 18 years of age Mm -hmm. or waited until fast forward, she comes to you just a few years ago and says, Hey, I'm going to go visit your grandfather instead of it being a shock of what, you know, maybe you wouldn't have earlier on, but then when she called you, you'd have been more, okay. Or maybe, maybe not. Explain the whole situation. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get you. So, and, and so that's one aspect. And then, and I'm, and I'm talking specifically about Mm -hmm. what I have dealt with in my life personally. So, yes. To you know, have conversation about this yeah. on a higher level. So yeah. that was one side. So then on my on then on my dad's side, right? Having not known that I had an aunt, yeah, wow. You know, um, wow. And we were dating at the time, weren't you? We weren't we? We're f- friends, or friends or hanging out. Da- yeah, almost not officially necessarily dating, but definitely hanging out. Right. Right. Okay. Um. Time frame, anyways. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, I may have actually even been on a payphone with you, talking to me, talking to you. Uh huh. And and I think I don't. I remember if we hung up. Payphone. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> a payphone. Anyways, back in the day, <laughs> you so, had to put money in a. <laughs> yeah, those antiquated things. So sorry. Uh. Having found out there was, you know, somebody pulls up. Yeah. Now at this point, I had heard. Yeah. It was still later in life. I mean, I was still in my early twenties. Right. Right. That I had that, and as far as I knew, it, up until that point, it was you know my grandmother, my and grandfather, on they, my dad's side. Were they talking to you specifically, or they're mostly conversation? Do you I remember think that? it was mostly a conversation, but then it was my grandmother mentioning, and I think it was her trying to convey something to me. Because she didn't want to see me walk down that path. Indirectly? No, directly. Or directly. No, oh, directly. Okay, got you. Okay. Um, because she was, she was very wise. Right. So she wanted to pass on information to help me grow to be a better, mature person mm-hmm. and not make mistakes that somebody that I didn't mm. know existed had yeah. made. Yeah. So 
at that point, I only knew it was my grandfather, my grandmother, my uncle, and my dad. That's what I knew. Right. I thought she had two sons, and that was it. Right. Come to find out, she had a daughter. Wow. Wow. I didn't know she had a daughter. I didn't know I had an aunt. Right. So then mm-hmm. uh, I said, uh, why do I not know this person? Right. You know, and right. my grandmother began to explain, said, well, mm-hmm. she was 14, mm-hmm. getting into drugs. Mm-hmm. She had got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother had already tried and tried, tried of, and tried and tried. Right, had been working with her, had been trying to teach her, trying to you know coach her in the right direction. Right, and by that point, it was like you know what, mm. you obviously are going to do what you want to do, regardless of my teaching, of regardless of how I'm trying to raise you. Right, so you got to go. Right, because you're not going to influence my boys. Mm-hmm. With that mess. Right. You know. And, and put was, them in a, in a dangerous situation. Put them in a situation, right. The people she's hanging out with. And, right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, so she disowned her. She kicked her out, disowned her, and, and that was it. You know, and, mm. and I didn't know. So I found that out at that point. That would so hard. Wow. Um, and I can't as, a, imagine as a parent having to be that, that strong, that bold. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds harsh. Yeah. I... I I understand why she did mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. you know, and that that was a tough decision. It was a hard decision to make. Well, yeah, of course. But she was thinking of the greater good, right. you know, um, and she used that to better my life. I mean, that mm-hmm. that's obviously helped her two sons, but it helped her grandson too, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so fast forward a couple of years and yeah. I'm at this payphone and this person pulls up and she looks at me and she's like, you're Mickey's son. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said, she said who she was, and I'm like, wow, that's a trip. Like I just found out about you recently, and you know, yeah, here, here you are. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, come to find out, she had a lot of children actually. Wow, wow. So I have cousins, yeah, that I've never met, uh, never met, and at least two of them that I know of have passed away. Wow. Uh, one I think was uh, gang violence, and the other one was a heart attack. Wow. So horrible. Yes, it's awful. It's unfortunate. But you know, yeah. a a part of a family that I don't know, that I've never met. Yeah. Um you know. But the great thing is is that you were able to meet her. I was. And actually Or we met her. Yeah, because we both I met did. her too. Yeah. <laughs> I met her that one time and that was it. And then never spoke to her or saw her again until after my grandmother passed. Right. And we saw her at the, the funeral, mm-hmm. the uh, service. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was my uncle, my dad, and my aunt. Mm-hmm. You know? And then us, yeah. And that was interesting. I'm glad I took, I even took pictures. I'm glad I did. Because it's crazy how much they resemble each other. Like, you can definitely see, oh, yeah, they're related. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no mistake in that. <laughs> like For sure. Um. But you can tell that she was happy to be there yeah. and not, she, it sounded like she didn't resent or hold it against or she wasn't living a life of bitterness right. for what your grandma did. Right. Because to hear her talk, it was like she was thankful mm-hmm. for, I know it sounds weird, mm-hmm. but she had another appreciation. Right. Because then she was also sharing more with you guys on her experience with her children right? and how different that is in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she was always covering for them or not, or you know what I'm saying? Like it's just such different ways of 
parenting and all that kind of stuff. But you can tell that she didn't have any resentment or jealousy towards your your dad or your dad or your uncle right. or towards you right. for having a relationship with your grandma and her kids didn't. Because that could have took on a whole sure whole thing. I right? think it, the way I took it when we talked did talk is it seemed as though she had learned some hard lessons. Yeah. And realized the benefit of what, as hard as that was. Right. Because I'm sure she experienced it in her own kids. Right. Whereas if she she realized then, if I would have just yeah. listened. Yeah. She loved me. Why right. didn't I just listen? Right. But not in a way of, again, not in a grudgeful way, not in a bitter way, not in a... Any of that kind of stuff, which is really cool, you right. know, really Without good. Without having a, a full conversation about it with her, I do yeah. feel like she had literally came with a repentant heart. Right. Yeah. That's, I felt that's the same way. I, that's what I could feel. Yes. From that. Yes. Uh, that time. And um, really thankful to be there. Just yeah. enjoy, you know, each mm-hmm. other's company and, you know, just talk and, um it was really cool. I'm glad we were able to, I was glad I was able to be there with you for that, you know, yeah. and just be praying and just kind of just allowing Holy Spirit to say, okay, you can go closer to get in the conversation. But then at times I would just kind of walk away a little bit, distance myself so that you guys can kind of have that conversation. Cause sometimes that's good or at least just make room for that, you know? Yeah. So it was neat to, to see that. Uh, and, and all that to say too, that, we know that God can use anything mm-hmm. and God, you know, yes. So true. Can turn things Ooh. for the good. Yeah. Yes, know. absolutely. Uh, and I think, I think, you know, as difficult as it was and, you know, obviously there are still good things that come out of it, but it's just, you obviously don't want to be in those situations where there's secrets being kept. And those are right. two significant secrets. I think that, struck me as like wow that's really weird like why is there such deep secrets right being held within a family right you know Mm. when transparency yeah is you know so it seems like it's so opposite like is less transparency and more secrets today yeah than than before like it's and the enemy loves the secrets yeah because he can just uses that use it and um not only that, just within your own thoughts, you just continue to replay on repeat certain things. And so it's not necessarily the enemy always like right next to you. I mean, he's, he's not powerful like God is. So, <laughs> right. but um, all that to say is so many people that we've known, obviously, is that you hear them. Some people say, well, what happened? I don't need to discuss that. I don't need to re, you know, rehash that out or revisit that or um, tell anybody about that or it's nobody's business. Um, but really, it just it affects. It's it, they they are infected and also affect other people. Like you can't yeah. have a secret in it not right show up some kind of way. Whether that's taking on physically making you sick for holding this secret right or your acting out or your responses or your lack of patience or your judgment or i mean it's a list of things that it can snowball into yeah you know and to ahead, not yeah. and to not be taken in context it, it it when somebody says well it's not 
something to be talked about or it's not their business. Obviously, we're t- we're, we're talking about within yes. the family. Correct. I know that could be misconstrued. Yeah, and, I don't want to. Yeah, as, completely. Thank you. Know, you. That's um, true. That's true. No, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so so within the family, and then so that's you know from a parental standpoint because we're talking about parents. Yeah. Um, those are the things that I feel like are like really odd. Like, how come we're hiding, protecting, mm-hmm. you know, under mm-hmm. the umbrella of protection when that's not really protecting anything? Yeah. You know, if you're protecting anything, it's yourself. Yeah. Really. From the because hurt it's the hurt yeah. that you're not dealing with. Right. The healing that hasn't taken place. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Or the the fear mm-hmm. of response. Right. You know. Right. So it can't be fear based either. Yeah. Um, that's true. Then, That's true. And then, then what happens though is that we go back to the generational curse. So, mm-hmm. so then if if secrets are being kept from a parental Ancient standpoint, yeah. yeah. So then, then, well, what happens? Then, then, parents keep secrets from each other. Oh yeah. Then you got oh, you know mom and dad. You know they're not saying certain things, and then <laughs> you know mom takes her son out. Oh, well, don't tell your dad. Or you daughter. What do you? Right. What are you doing? Right. That now we're now we're teaching that, and that's now that's self perpetuating. So then that's teaching your children. Then okay, well if you think it's okay to keep secrets from, you know, if it's mom keeping secrets from dad or dad yeah. keeping secrets from mom, right, in front of this child and including them in on it. Well, then what happens when they're gonna keep a secret from you? You know. Yep. You're gonna be like, oh, well, how come? Well, no, you just invited that. In that that's acceptable, that that's okay, and it's not. Yeah, you know, and then you know, obviously, it keeps going on. Yeah, for that child grows into be a teenager, and a teenager into an adult, and what and yes, secret and secret secrets. There's something to be said about life prior to the industrial revolution, because when families owned businesses, mm-hmm. and mom and dad, you know. Maybe it was mostly dad, but right. you had a family business and you didn't you didn't dress up and depart and go different ways, both mom and dad, and create opportunities right. for secrets to be created. Right. You know right. what I you know what I mean? Yeah. Relationships that, that aren't of God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things that aren't conducive to a spiritually friendly relationship. Right. You know, in the home. Right. That, you know, you go and attach certain things of the enemy and bring it home. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and I just think about the time of, of when there were more family-owned businesses and the families worked together. Yeah. You know. They included it all and, in, You know what I mean? Together, and, and then yeah. you taught your children how to do the same things. And mm-hmm. that's, they had to have that same business, but if they chose to carry it on, they could. Right. Or start their own because you taught them how to run a business. Right. Yes. You know? Yes. And and so it seems like yeah, it was true. just a less of an opportunity to create this thing versus mm-hmm. where we're at in these times, you know, post, yeah. post-industrial revolution and even more so today right? with the current climate that we're in. And I mean, political, uh, atmospheric mm-hmm. type of climate we're talking about here. Like, it's just so different. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, it is really different. Oh, is there anything else that you wanted to share in regards to any of that? Uh, no, I think that, I think that'll wrap that. Okay. Unless you have something that you... You were saying something and I was like, oh, I wonder if we should dive into that. I think it was in regards to secrets, 
how it passes down. Oh, and that secrets, like when you're talking about secrets and, you know, um, husbands and wives keeping secrets from each other mm. and then obviously including the kids. It's not like secret, like necessarily it's one type of secret. It could be anything, going somewhere or who you ran into or conversations that are brought up or, oh, don't tell your dad, you know, or uh, maybe the, um, I'm just going to say uh, teenager it can be a boy or a girl obviously mm -hmm. that comes and says i want to start dating well usually you never heard of that from the guys the guys should still seek counsel from their parents uh -huh. so that the parents can really guide them in the right way and that's yeah. unfortunate that for so long it's kind of like guys can do whatever but then the girls can't and really you should hold them to the same type of standard as far as seeking christ and and staying pure as long you know what i mean like sure. obviously not everybody's perfect. I get it. But strive to do that. And why is it important? And why is it a blessing when you do that and wait until marriage? You don't hear that dialogue, mm -hmm. you know, or, or really never did. If, if anything, it was more towards the girl, right. you know, um, the teenage, the teenage girl than it was the boy and the boy was like, ah, oh, so you're, you know, whatever the different sayings are, but, um, there's secrets in that like girls oh well don't tell your dad that you're dating or right well that's harmful like that's not cool you know mm -hmm. um and then fast forward as they started to introduce birth control and don't tell your dad and you know your dad will get upset with you dad should always be included in the conversation it should yeah. always be mom and dad Hello. you know what i mean like always and yep. allow the fathers to speak into their sons and daughters, you know, hopefully and prayerfully they're giving them the word because mm -hmm. that's, that's going to convict their heart to kind of stay on the right path. Or if they make a mistake, they, you know, repent and be like, Lord, help me to not get involved in this or show me what's leading me to this, or right. I'm feeling this way. What do I do with it? Mm -hmm. You know, but parents have to be on the same page. And I think the other thing, which I know we've talked about in the past, but it also includes the church. Yeah. Church has to be a place, again, I know we've talked about it, where they there's nothing that's, um, no subject that is not touched on in the church. Everything should be in regards to what does the word say? Pray. Holy Spirit, we need your guidance, right? Yeah. So it's... It, Definitely is a thing to come on. Let's let's reflect. If let's you can't think learn about these things, things in church, where right. can you learn them? Where are you going to learn them? Because right. you're going to learn them, right? Well, hopefully <sighs> it's in homes, but a lot of times homes rely on schools, the teachers to teach them things, and they're teaching them a lot more right. than you know how that goes. We'll do episodes with that. But you, I mean, I know of a lot of people that have children and they talk, but then they would only go so far in conversations. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just feel uncomfortable. I don't want to talk to my son or daughter or my kids about that. Okay. So you are relinquishing the, you know, right. the authority that you have in there and a loving authority that is a caring authority. So when they go off and do something. If you're not going to talk to your children about the hard topics, somebody is. And it's not going to be biblical or filled with Holy Spirit truth. You know what right. I mean? 
So anyways, um, all that to say is like even even in those times where people have found themselves where they're struggling or whatnot, it's never it's never too late to turn to Christ to be like, okay, Lord, we've been through it and Uh this is what's happening. You know, have a conversation no matter how uncomfortable you are. Right. And seek Christ. Yep. Obviously, he's right there. Open arms. You know what I mean? He's like, here I am. I'm here for you. And then hopefully our heart will turn and be like, Lord, we're here for you to praise and worship you and, you know, all that good stuff. So, yeah, this is good stuff. Great stuff. Good stuff. Great stuff. Okay. Well, very good. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode, um, part three. Um, and you've been watching On the DL with DNL. So you will see us next time. So bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>